The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope you're all set for the kids tonight. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, October 31st, 2022. Monday of the 31st week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. It is the Eve of All Saints' Day, also known as All Hallows' Eve or Halloween. Our saint today is St. Wolfgang of Regensburg, born in 924 in Swabia, Germany, educated at a school located at the Abbey of Ragnau. There he encountered Henry, a young noble who went on to become Archbishop of Trier. At the death of the Archbishop, Wolfgang chose to become a Benedictine monk. Ordained a priest, he was appointed director of the monastery school there. Later, he was sent to Hungary as a missionary. He was appointed Bishop of Regensburg near Munich. Wolfgang immediately insisted on reform of the clergy and of religious life. But the draw to monastic life never left him. At one point, he left his diocese so that he could devote himself to prayer, but his responsibilities as bishop called him back. In 994, Wolfgang became ill while on a journey. He died in Austria. St. Wolfgang of Regensburg, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. To thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for the church ever faithful to and courageous in preaching the gospel. May the church be a community of solidarity, fraternity, and welcome, always living in an atmosphere of synodality. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. I wanted to start off our time of prayer today with a personal anecdote. Back when I was in college, I went to Mass one Sunday with a very good friend of mine, and I think we can say that in both of our cases, patience was not the first virtue on our list of qualities. I think we've grown a lot since then, but uh, it definitely was not our number one virtue back then. And at Mass, it was a very large crowd, it was a big church, and we were sitting towards the front. And right after the priest received communion, but before he started to distribute communion, a deacon walked over towards our side of the church. And it looked like he was going to start distributing communion right away. But only one person got up to receive, and no one else did. And 
I wasn't thinking too much about that, but at the urging of my friend, uh, I went up right away in order to get communion. And I was thinking to myself that I was pretty smart, that I was getting ahead of everybody else, that uh, I had seen this opening, this gap, and uh, this opportunity, and, you know, if you can... If you can go right away, why wait, right? And so after that first and only person in line received communion, both he and the deacon walked off towards the altar, leaving me standing there alone. My friend had not followed me in line. And it turned out that the person who had received communion was an extraordinary minister of the Eucharist. And so he received first so that he could then go and get a ciborium and then distribute communion along with the priest and the deacon. So there I was, left all alone in front, of, in front of the church, and I turned around and looked at everybody looking at me, and I got really embarrassed. My friend told me that my face turned beet red, and as I walked back up the aisle to my pew, he, he told me that he had, to, he had to bite his lip really hard in order not to laugh. And so I share this little story with you today during our time of prayer. Um... I've shared it with you too, Jesus, of course, even though you know that story much better than I do. Um, but I've shared it because I was reminded of that event in my life when I read another story that Jesus himself tells us. He says, or more than a story, he presents a possible situation. Um, he says, when you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, Give your place to this man. And then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. I definitely saw some parallels between what Jesus taught and what happened to me that day. In a certain sense, I was seeking the place of honor. I wanted to go first. I didn't want to wait. And there was a thought of pride, too, that I thought I was pretty clever. And when I discovered that it was not my turn, or not my place, I was embarrassed. I was very embarrassed. And so, Jesus, I tell you in this time of prayer, and you know it very well, that I like to be first. I like to stand out. And it's a common thing in human nature, part of our pride. Um, and oftentimes, when we seek to be first or to stand out, we actually end up doing the exact opposite. We can make fools of ourselves. We can make fools of ourselves very easily, particularly when we try to one-up others. But that desire is very ingrained in us, that we want to one-up each other. Am I better than that other person in class? Or I looked better than this other person in the work meeting that we had today. Or I know more about my faith than these other people do. Or did my comment on social media get more likes than somebody else? If we're not careful, we can be seeking out uh, our own advancement in, 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 in the tiniest things continually. So if we don't check that impulse to one-up everybody, it could become for us a type of obsession. And that kind of obsession is never satisfied, ever. 
no matter how many times we get recognized by somebody else as being the best, it will never satisfy that desire. Jesus, help me control that desire to one-up other people. And rather than trying to one-up other people, help me live out what you encourage us to live, to take the lowest place at the table, to be the last. And when Jesus talks about being last, he means being the servant of the others, of knowing how to serve. And so, Jesus, we ask you, we also ask the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Blessed Trinity, to help us see, are there people that I compare myself to continually? Are there people in my life that I try to show that I'm better than them in one way or another? Who is that person? Is it a colleague at work? Is it a spouse? Is it a sibling? Is it a friend? Who could it be? Let's pray for that person. Let's acknowledge what they do well. Let's congratulate that person when they do, when that person does things well. And let's rectify our own intentions so that we act in order to try to serve God and the others and not just trying to get ahead or to be praised by other people. Jesus, you came to serve, not to be served. Please help me live that way as well. Jesus, you gave us that beautiful example of washing the feet of the apostles during the Last Supper. That was a job that was only for a servant to do, to have their master, to have their, their leader wash their feet, which are very dusty and dirty and smelly. To have their master do that was, in a certain sense, repulsive, because it was a repulsive task. But Jesus came to, to show us that, no, no, this is, this is where God's glory is. It's in that service, in that being willing to be last, right? It was the servant that was supposed to wash the feet, the hired servant. So, so the person that was considered worse than everybody else in a certain sense. And Jesus says that's, that's, that's who he is. He's the one who serves. And that's who we ought to be as well. And that will, that will make us happy. And seeking to serve will be a wonderful way to fight against and to counteract that desire that we have to one-up people, to show that we're better than them one way or another. But we have to be careful because our pride can be quite insidious. We could even be proud of ourselves because we serve others more. <laughs> it could even be like that. Wow, I've served them much more than they've served me. Aren't I better? And there we just have to rectify our attention again and say, no, Jesus, I did that for you. And I did it for them. Please help me. I don't want to seek my own glory. I don't want to seek to be number one in the standings. Well, I do, but I want to be number one in the standings in love. In other words, number one in the standings in your standings, Lord, and not in my standings or the human standings. So Jesus, you know that we struggle with pride and we love to be number one. Help us truly to desire that you be number one and that we learn from you and become the servants of the others. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.
You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, October 31st, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is he? The King of glory, he the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Praise my soul, the people 
Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours. Around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips? You who despise my law and throw my words to the winds. You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. 
a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I am the Lord, your God. From the first book of Maccabees, King Antiochus wrote to his whole kingdom that all should be one people, each abandoning his particular customs. All the Gentiles conformed to the command of the king and Many Israelites were in favor of his religion. They sacrificed to idols and profaned the Sabbath. The king sent messengers with letters to Jerusalem and to the cities of Judah, ordering them to follow customs foreign to their land, to prohibit holocausts, sacrifices, and libations in the sanctuary, to profane the Sabbath and feast days, to desecrate the sanctuary and the sacred ministers to build pagan altars and temples and shrines, to sacrifice swine and unclean animals, to leave their sons uncircumcised, and to let themselves be defiled with every kind of impurity and abomination, so that they might forget the law and change all their observances. Whoever refused to act according to the command of the king should be put to death. Such were the orders he published Throughout his kingdom, he appointed inspectors over all the people, and he ordered the cities of Judah to offer sacrifices, each city in turn. Many of the people, those who abandoned the law, joined them and committed evil in the land. Israel was driven into hiding wherever places of refuge could be found. On the fifteenth day of the month of Chislev, In the year of 145, the king erected the horrible abomination upon the altar of holocausts, and in the surrounding cities of Judah, they built pagan altars. They also burnt incense at the doors of houses in the streets. Any scrolls of the law which they found, they were torn up and burnt. Whoever was found with a scroll of the covenant and whoever whoever observed the law was condemned to death by royal decree. So they used their power against Israel, against those who were caught each month in the cities. On the twenty-fifth day of each month, they sacrificed on the altar erected over the altar of holocausts. Women who had had their children circumcised were put to death in keeping with the decree, with the babies hung from their necks. Their families also and those who had circumcised them were killed. But many in Israel were determined and resolved in their hearts not to eat anything unclean. They preferred to die rather than be defiled with unclean food or to profane the holy covenant. And they did die. Terrible affliction was upon Israel. The Word of the Lord Open your eyes and see our plight. The nations have surrounded us. 
in order to punish us. Reach out your arm to us and save us. Look upon their threats and help your servants to preach your word with all boldness. Reach out your arm to us and save us. A reading from the Pastoral Constitution on the Church in the Modern World of the Second Vatican Council. Men must not be content simply to support the efforts of others in the work for peace. They must also scrutinize their own attitudes. Statesmen, responsible as they are for the common good of their own nation, and at the same time for the well-being of the whole world, are very much dependent on the opinions and convictions of the general public. Their efforts to secure peace are of no avail as long as men are divided or set against each other by feelings of hostility, contempt, and distrust, by racial hatred, or by inflexible ideologies. There is then a very great and urgent need to re-educate men and to provide fresh inspiration in the field of public opinion. Those engaged in education, especially among young people, and those who influence public opinion, should consider it a very serious responsibility to work for the re-education of mankind to a new attitude toward peace. We must all undergo a change of heart. We must look out on the whole world and see the tasks that we can all do together to promote the well-being of the family of man. We must not be misled by a false sense of hope. Unless antagonism and hatred are abandoned, unless binding and honest agreements are concluded, safeguarding universal peace in the future, mankind, already in grave peril, may well face, in spite of its marvelous advance in knowledge, that day of disaster when it knows no other peace than the awful peace of death. In saying this, however, the Church of Christ, living as it does in the midst of these anxious times, continues unwaveringly in hope. Time and again, in season and out of season, it seeks to proclaim to our age the message of the Apostle. Now is the hour of God's favor, the hour for a change of heart. Now is the day of salvation. To build peace, the causes of human discord which feed the fires of war must first be eliminated, and among these especially the violations of justice. Many of these causes are due to gross economic inequality and delay in providing necessary remedies. Others arise from a spirit of domination and from a contempt for others, and, among more fundamental causes, from human envy, distrust, pride, and other forms of selfishness. Since man cannot bear so many violations of due order, the result is that, even where war does not rage, the world is constantly plagued by human conflict and acts of violence. The same evils are also found in relations between nations. It is therefore absolutely necessary that international institutions should cooperate more effectively, more resolutely, and with a greater coordination of effort in order to overcome or prevent these evils and to check unbridled acts of violence. There must also be constant encouragement for the creation of organizations designed to promote peace. I have put in your heart an understanding of wisdom, says the Lord. I have heard your prayer, and I will defend this city so that there will be peace in your time. 
Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it, so So that that there will be peace in your time. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, by whose gifts your faithful offer you right and praiseworthy service, grant, we pray, that we may hasten without stumbling to receive the things you have promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-five minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on this Halloween edition of Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, October 31st, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord has some tips on who to invite to a dinner party. From the 14th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. One Sabbath, when Jesus went to dine at the house of a ruler who belonged to the Pharisees, he said to the man who had invited him, When you give a dinner or a banquet, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your kinsmen or rich neighbors, lest they also invite you in return and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. You will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. There are different kinds of poverty in the world and right in our own neighborhoods. And as followers of Christ, we're called to help alleviate it. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. There is a tremendous amount of work to be done on behalf of people in need, whether their poverty is material, cultural, or spiritual. Our contribution might be in the form of money, time, companionship, kindness, good manners, The basic idea is that we should put our God-given talents into the service of others. Here is an urgent task to stir up the consciences of believers and non-believers to gather together men of goodwill who are willing to help and to provide the material instruments which are needed for the work with souls. Today's gospel teaches us that it is better to give than to receive. We need to convince ourselves of this truth. We should not pester people to repay us for our generosity. We should give without expecting anything in return. Ordinarily, it is advisable that parents do not remind their children of all that has been done for them. A wife should not prepare for her husband a detailed list of services rendered, nor should the husband imagine that the family is in his debt for his professional work. The total value of our labors is better left in the hands of our Father God. God prefers that we give without rendering a bill or insisting on a receipt, that we give wholeheartedly for His sake alone. This should be our attitude even when our good works are taken for granted or misinterpreted. 
I saw a blush on the face of that simple man. He was almost in tears. He had contributed generously to good works, giving honest money which he himself had earned, and then he heard that good people had called his actions dishonest. With the candidness of a beginner in these battles of God, he murmured, They see that I make a sacrifice, and still they sacrifice me. I talked to him slowly. He kissed my crucifix, and his natural indignation was changed into peace and joy. The Lord asks us to understand others, even though others may not understand or even try to understand us. Perhaps sometimes they are like the guests invited to the banquet who could not bring themselves to respond to the Lord's invitation. We have to care for other people despite the possibility that they may ignore us. We should be performing acts of service for people who very probably will not do the same for us. Let us make life pleasant for those around us, no matter how they or others treat us. Everything we do should spring from a largeness of heart. We cannot keep a running tally of credits and debits. People who complain about the ingratitude of others should take a close look at their own rectitude of intention. Generosity should not lead to recrimination and collapse. Selfless sacrifice should make the heart bigger. It should uplift it with the consoling thought that God is pleased with our efforts. The more generous you are for God, the happier you will be. With her fiat, our mother Mary gave her entire being to the Lord. She will help us to give without the slightest taint or vestige of self-seeking. Mary will show us how to be generous in the thousands of little details of ordinary life. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 17 minutes before the hour, and we keep on praying. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. The sparrow herself finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. They are happy who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. They are happy whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. As they go through the bitter valley, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes O God, our shield, look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Bless your people, Lord. You have given us the law that we may walk from strength to strength and raise our minds to you from this valley of tears. May we receive the gifts you have gained for us. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Come, Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not rise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it, as was, it was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. Amen. Come, Come let, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. O sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. O sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day. Tell among the nations his glory and his wonders among all the peoples. The Lord is great and worthy of praise to be feared above all gods. The gods of the heathens are not. It was the Lord who made the heavens. His are majesty and state and power and splendor in his holy place. Give the Lord, you families of people. Give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in his temple. O earth, Tremble before him. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in its place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy. At the presence of the Lord, for he comes, he comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world, he will judge the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you have renewed the face of the earth. Your church throughout the world sings you a new song, announcing your wonders to all. Through a virgin, you have brought forth a new birth in our world. Through your miracles, a new power. Through your suffering, a new patience. In your resurrection, a new hope. And in your ascension, new majesty. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. A reading from the book of James. Always speak and act as men destined for judgment under the law of freedom. Merciless is the judgment on the man who has not shown mercy. But mercy triumphs over judgment. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. His marvelous works are beyond compare. Blessed from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, 
born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord our God. Man was created to glorify God through his deeds. Let us earnestly pray. May we give glory to your name, Lord. May we give glory to your name, Lord. We bless you, Creator of all things. For you have given us the goods of the earth and brought us to this day. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Look with favor on us as we begin our daily work. Let us be fellow workers with you. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Make our work today benefit our brothers and sisters. That with them and for them we may build an earthly city pleasing to you. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Grant joy and peace to us. And to all we meet this day. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, King of heaven and earth, direct our minds and bodies throughout this day and make us holy. Keep us faithful to your law in thought, word, and deed. Be our helper now and always. Free us from sin and bring us to salvation in that kingdom where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Keep the kids safe tonight, okay? Morning Air with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out and make this a great day. 
and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.